Welcome to Resetting Homo Sapiens, a series of podcasts led by the student community at IE University in Spain, directed to students at IE and elsewhere. It is sponsored by the IE Center for Health, Wellbeing and Happiness. The Resetting Homo Sapiens podcast aims to see in a new light the roles of the body, the mind and the soul by challenging the paradigms of who we are, where we're headed and how to return to our roots. After all, like Sisyphus, Homo sapiens is meant to learn through pushing the boulder up the hill over and over again. Or maybe not. To reset means to set again or differently. And current times are ones for thinking, creating, innovating, disrupting, asking a million questions, and very importantly, thoroughly enjoy the ride. Have a listen to what IE students have in store for you. Ibrahim Al-Marashi is an associate professor of Middle East history at California State University San Marcos, researching modern Iraqi history. He got his doctorate in modern history at Oxford University, producing a thesis on the Iraqi invasion of Kuwait, which the British government plagiarized in the Dodgy dossier. He is also an assistant professor of contemporary history, international relations and freedom of speech at IE University. Hello everyone and welcome to the second part of the episode on learning how to swim in the new world dynamics post-COVID-19 talks. So today we will touch upon the subjects of adaptability and resilience in the new professional environment that has resulted from the health crisis. And in order to address these matters, we will have the opportunity to listen to Dr. Ibrahim Al-Marashi, who is a historian and a pandemics expert. As you may know, as a result of the COVID-19 crisis, there have been many structural changes within the labor markets. The workplace has become a more virtual space rather than physical. Teleworking is breaking news nowadays in international media, and many claim it has come to stay. Throughout the years, many studies have proved that businesses with high social capital usually perform better than the ones that have lower levels of social capital. For instance, through Aristotle's project, Google determined that high levels of psychological security, social sensibility, and equality among employees guarantee more productivity and efficiency within the company itself. Thus, my question for you, Dr. Ibrahim Al-Marashi, is, first of all, to what extent does teleworking provide room for social interaction and cohesion in order to achieve optimal work performance? So in my opinion, what was lost, I believe, is really the experience amongst the classmates. And I think with the classmates, what happens is during the course period, there is kind of a camaraderie, a shared experience that develops amongst the students over the semester. Based on that precedent, I feel that gets lost. In other words, when you take a class with me, you're kind of more or less experiencing an intellectual journey. And that journey is lost when the quote travelers are not there together in a shared environment. 
to engage in this experience. And based on that precedent, what I assume in any kind of corporation is the team building, the team collective experience that gets lost in the online environment. Yes, thank you. And in terms of a company, how do you think it's teleworking going to fed its productivity and efficiency levels? Well, the I believe in terms of kind of efficiency. This is the assumption that once you're out of your home environment, you're at the office, that environment without the distractions from home, you would be more efficient. Second, because the manager is also present making sure you meet all the deadlines, that would also be the second in fact or in terms of you, you know, uh, measuring uh, that kind of pressure you feel to meet goals, so to speak. So I assume these are going to be the two dynamics that are going to affect overall cohesion and efficiency. Well, that's ultimately the what's uh, going to be an issue that ultimately creates, I would assume, more stress in the work environment, issues of privacy uh, within your home setting. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that in addition to just the stress of kind of the assignments or tasks you're dealt with, you have that second kind of socio-psychological stress uh, to only compound matters. Well, so in other words, I, the preview is this. I, I think we're going to have to kind of now deal with a realm called digital psychology, digital well-being, which is kind of two components, both the, the kind of the physical health and the mental health issue. In terms of the physical health, how is it that when you are kind of in an environment where you're working at home but staring at the screen from the, the time you log in to the time you finish your work, what physical toll does that take on the eyes, kind of cognitive processes? That would be the physical. And then the mental is having this as kind of your work routine for the entire week. I'm sure that's going to take a mental toll. So really, I think there's going to be a new area that we could talk about that is digital well-being. Well, so I think in the question, you, you have kind of the challenge embedded in it. When you refer to us as homo sapiens, as an animal species, we are used to kind of collaborative efforts based on social trust. And trust is usually developed because of person connections, that is. I mean, think about how you get things at the workplace done. What is more effective, sending an email or going to your colleague's cubicle and maybe discussing over coffee during the break, you know, how to get something resolved. As I think that's going to be the next great challenge. Uh, social collaboration, I think, is the key to the functioning of any workplace. With this kind of digital transformation, that is going to be something that's going to be insurmountable. 
it's going to be a challenge and it remains to be seen can these challenges be overcome when you're uh, kind of networks and think about by definition networking is done person to person how will that suffer as a result of this great digital transformation that remains a question to be seen my pleasure conclusion, the professional environment in the post-COVID-19 world will inevitably suffer changes by turning virtual rather than physical. Team collective shared experience will get lost. Also, teleworking can reduce efficiency causing distractions at home and creating a sense of no pressure. In addition, issues of privacy and surveillance may produce social-psychological stress, as people will have to deal with physical and mental health, digital psychology and digital well-being. Finally, new challenges will arise, such as social collaboration and networking. Thank you.